1: Hi, you fox! This week on the show, we have a wonderful guest.
0: That's right. Brandon Kyle Goodman is with us today. And we talk about a lot of things. We talk about being on the internet. We talk about activism. We talk about writing for TV. Uh, We talk about New York versus LA Hustle.
1: What a wonderful time! Enjoy the show!
0: Forever, dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom. boom, you end up with us. second. Oh,
1: diva. <coughs> like Our my... number. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you gonna let me start? Okay. <laughs> Our number is two, one, three, five, three, six. 9180. Our email is sloppy secondspot at gmail.com. Now on with Dasha. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds, you stupid little fucks? You nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. Hi, I'm Meatball and that's Big Dipper, and welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball.
0: Hello, Meatball. You're back home. I've made it
1: back to LA,
0: baby. I'm alive. Are you feeling better? I do feel a
1: lot better. I think it may have just been the Houston air, the humidity. It's not for me. I got. I told my mom and dad. I said, "Get me out of this hellhole."
0: On days like this, I'm glad we're still recording on Zoom. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> keep that travel. You
1: know, here's the thing. If I feel like if a flight flies out of Houston, they don't care about the mask situation. But if it's like, because like people on the flight just the minute they sat down took their
0: mask off, and I was like, huh, huh, huh this is it for me. Well, it's a whole new world. Listen, I'm excited to talk about this whole new world with our very special guest today. Actor, writer, Writer. activist, and this outline says Zaddy. Zaddy?
1: Brandon Kyle Goodman
0: is here. Yes. Zaddy? I'm honored. Do (laughs) do Do you identify with the term Zaddy? I don't think
2: I'm there yet, but I would love to. You're See, not old no, old let's You're not get old. into yeah. it.
0: No, because... The- <laughs> The, the high school kids start using the term daddy and now you can be 22 years old talking about ooh daddy yes.
2: I call everybody a daddy now so. daddy's for everybody yes. what is the requirement okay. in your
1: mind for a daddy is it just a, a beard you just
2: gotta look a, so you gotta look at me a certain way and I'd be like hey daddy oh right
0: like even if you're 5'2 but if you give that look yes. like you're 6'4 but four. if you give that look it's like alright hey, daddy what's up <laughs> And then when, when did the Z when did the Z get in the mix here?
2: Cause when I think of Z, I think it's been around for a little bit, but like I feel like Zaddy was like, specifically, I'm a fuck, I'm fuck him. And,
1: and I think, think it, made it, it made it into sex. pop culture when it was Nicki Minaj and Drake inside of like a seven eleven. Remember that video where she was like, Oh, you oh, can get whatever you want, Zaddy. Zaddy, Zaddy. yes. And I then everyone yes. started saying
0: it. Yeah. yeah. I just think of Zadafran's rice. How dare you? No, that's <laughs> not even how you pronounce it. How do you pronounce it? The New Orleans rice? Wait, I don't know. That was wrong. The- Is that
2: the, the San Francisco rice? No, oh, that's, rice Francisco rice. that's right. San oh, tree. That's right. San Francisco tree. San Francisco <laughs> tree. <Yes. laughs> oh, and ding, she's ding. a singer
1: as well. <laughs> wow
2: absolutely not if she has this <laughs> mic in front of her she'll do what she gotta do
0: um, so how you is look your like, pride month going? yeah you look like you How's are what? celebrating pride right now with this oh, outfit yes all year
2: yes I'm giving you it's it's a I don't know what is it it's not mesh that's mesh baby that, that is mesh, mesh. Oh, all
0: right. that's net you, can, like, can, that's mesh, you can catch net. something of that that's a net
2: yes yes <laughs> yes I got my chains on I got my rings yes I'm serving the children yes, yes.
0: <laughs> Um, have you been celebrating?
2: uh i have we uh i went for my birthday so my birthday was in may but it's always around memorial day so i went maybe two weeks ago to palm springs with some Mm -hmm. of my black queer friends we rented a house did a whole thing so that was a lot of fun and then i went to a pool party yesterday so she's making her rounds yeah you know it's like
0: like we're in we're in that like baby step (sighs) moment where like some people are like uh you know running down the hill and then there are other people who are like holding onto the railing and like maybe i'll go to the park and sit with my friends though. but it's yes, exciting there's like yes. an energy in the air for sure yeah.
2: it's so like it's an overdue energy you know it's like it's it's the pride energy already but then obviously we missed last year so i feel like there's just a uh, it's really intense so
0: let's talk about last year so last year yeah. basically we were like Around this time, we were in this, like, swirling moment of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was also, like, the the height of visibility for the Black Lives Matter movement and then yeah. Pride Month. And there were yeah. just, like, Oof. so many conversations about, like, intersectionality happening and activism and, like, racism in the queer community. And you yes. made a couple videos and... Uh, well, more than a couple, but one of them in particular, like pretty much popped off and went pretty viral, and then all of a sudden, you were everywhere, and everyone was like, "Well, uh w- watch this video, share this video, listen to uh, what <laughs> Goodman has to say about this yeah um what was like what talk us through like how that happened and 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 what that experience was like um well, you know how it happened was uh."
2: So after the murder of George Floyd, I was at work on Zoom and I was just kind of baffled at uh, my experience of like still being at work when this thing I had just watched just happened. Um, And so I made a video that was really, it was like called to my white friends and I at that time I think I had like 2,000 followers and I was really just expecting my my white friends to watch it because I didn't want to have individual conversations but I did need to let people know that this thing was affecting me and then that thing got shared and next thing I knew was, you know, everywhere and I think... Um, I think a lot of black folks and black queer folks felt like, yes, we need people to know this, and but we don't have the capacity to have that conversation with everyone. So I think that's what ended up happening was people were like, yeah, watch that and watch that and watch this because – I need you to know this information, but I don't necessarily want to be the one to unpack it with you. Um, and then it just kept doing that. I kept making videos, and I found myself with the capacity to unpack this stuff and to put it out there. And people found it useful, and so I kept doing it. And then at a certain point, probably towards the end of last year, I, I kind of stopped because right. I, I no longer had the capacity.
1: Right. It was, it it was, was a, a lot. It was a larger <laughs> conversation at that yes, point. Yes, 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 yes. Did you yes. find that you, like, I don't know if loss is the right word, but, like, I guess lost some of your white friends. I know during last summer a lot of my friends that I thought were close friends were like I don't believe this and they like kind of disagreed with me and I would send them your video oh, wow. or they would just be like yeah this stuff is too scary and like too touchy for me. I'm just going to get out of LA. And I was like I think you're having the Oof. opposite response of what I need you to do. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I think uh, uh
2: you know, my husband is white and so I've always been my very husband. careful. Yes, go.
0: honey. Yeah. Oh, you
2: leave it. Don't go. You know, because me- we people, could make a three people had other bubble, Yeah, people had
0: so other plans about how this would go. You said, "Husband, oh, it's, <laughs> fine. it's fine. I'm okay." It's
2: okay. It's okay. We can regroup. We can regroup. Um, no, but I think you know, I'm I'm just very particular about which white people are in my space. And so mm-hmm. any white people that weren't uh immediately going, yes, we need to do something. Probably were I wasn't friends with them anyway. Oh, okay. You know, right. for me, it was like the the video was for my white friends who just didn't ha- n- understand, had like this blind spot. But not for, I always say I'm, I don't make videos for the racists or for the people yeah. who think yeah. racism isn't real. Like, <laughs> I'm not here to debate that with you. Like, this is for people who are like, I want to do the work. I have some blind spots and I, and I'm down to like, you know untangle all that but the people who are like racism isn't real fuck y'all get out i don't know have... well that's not it, for me
0: it's also i think i think it's so interesting that you bring up capacity because like there there were so many conversations obviously like the real actual conversations are the conversations about the you know horrible systems of racism in this country and mm-hmm. especially in the queer community how you know like that venn diagram of like racism and fetish. I can never say the word, but how those things intersect so much where the same people who will only look at a certain type of person for casual yeah. sex will also make like the, the most racist the comments jokes. and choices about like money and support and politics, you know, on the other side mm-hmm. of that. And they go like, Oh, well that's not me because look who I have sex with. And you're like, no, that is yes. because of who you have sex with. Who you have sex with? um but so many of those conversations need to happen but then the fallout uh, or or not the fallout but the the sort of level below that was last year everyone was so remote and it became this game about or not this game but like this like internal thing about like who's posting what and who's sharing what and what are we looking at what are we reading and it's like well what are you actually doing
2: doing (laughs) yes
0: and that i mean that i think is like this whole sort of secondary f- conversation, and so in in that moment you had the capacity to make all these videos, and now you're like, no, now I'm working, like now I'm doing other things, yes. I'm my life. Now you're doing a
1: million things,
0: and I think people <laughs> people need to understand that that's what life is. Like, it, it, yes. you know, it's like. You don't now have to – anytime you go out in the world, people are like, well, what do you think about this critical uh, conversation about race? You're like, I'm trying to have a drink and a twirl. What are you talking Literally, about? Literally,
2: people love to open up like that. I'm like, uh-huh, I'm just trying to have this vodka tonic. Anyway. <laughs> like, like oh, you do a vodka it. tonic? She does a vodka tonic. She'll do a margarita. She'll do a gin and tonic. She'll do a gin martini. Oh, oh wow, shit, no, getting tequila. thirsty. She's getting thirsty. Ooh. She'll do a margarita. She will do oh, a tequila. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well – All right. Why don't we move on and start talking about Big Mouth? (laughs) Wow, what a great transition! What a great transition, people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel like like he had said he's not here to educate anybody. No, I know. I I it's
0: done with that conversation. I just want to ask one (laughs) final question because please, yes, yes. Do you feel pressure to be a perfect example because you're? I mean, what's your you said that you had two thousand followers when you first posted that video. You have like a lot yeah. now, right? Looking, yeah, I have about one hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty-eight thousand. Okay, Damn. so so oh. you jumped up a a a significant amount, quite a bit, <laughs> um, quite a bit. You made a big splash with with your presence, and and then you did like a lot of press stuff. You did a lot of conversations. So does that lead to you going like? oh, now I feel pressure. I can't just like, you know, be online post a picture with my dog and like have a good day. Like I have to be an activist and an educator all the time.
2: I did. I did feel that pressure in the beginning and I, and I hated it because, you know, I'm from, and we'll do the segue to Big Mouth, but like I have a comedy background. I'm, you know, I'm an actor, I'm a writer, I do all these other things. And I, like to make a lot of dick jokes. And so, like, this idea that can I make dick jokes but also talk about how my life matters, and I was having trouble blending the two, especially on the social media space because everybody just wanted to talk about the same thing, which is fine, but it's like there's more to me, you know, there's more to black people than our trauma. Like, what about our joy? You know, what about our self-care? What about, you know, again, it's like are dick jokes. <laughs> they're very they're very important. Um, and so I started to kind of expand what I was doing on my online space, which was like, I wanted to do those inspirational things, but like now I do, we're in the middle of it, messy Mondays, where like people will tell me the messiest things they've done and I'll react to it. And it's a lot of talking about eating ass and it's a lot of That's what about. we do
0: over here.
1: <laughs> Every Friday, <laughs> you know? baby.
2: Absolutely. And I think that's important. And I, and I wanted people to be able to see me as a full person. And so I think... I had to be the one to break the box, and so I did. So I can do both. But, right. Uh, I was very much trapping my own self, and you know, if you trap yourself, people will be like, "Yeah, that's good. You keep doing that." And it's like, "No, no, no. I want to. I want to do more."
0: Yeah, that's really inspiring, though, because I think a lot of people feel weighted down by you know uh, 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 an identity of their own creating. You know, or yes. you know what I mean?
2: Yes, because you get you get caught up in the. The followers, and you know, will people unfollow you if you start doing different things? And they did. And I there's a, a Glow Autonomo um, who it goes by Glow Graphics. She was saying she did like a carousel, which was like, you know, when you lose followers, you're actually making more space for the people who actually want to follow you. Right. So like, don't take it don't take offense when people leave your page. Like, you're actually making room for the people who will follow you in your fullness, your wholeness. And I think that's what ended up happening when I started being like, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna throw. A- <laughs> This thirst trap i'm gonna post my dog i kind I'm a... of
1: felt the same way last year because right at the beginning of pride was when everything with black lives matters was happening and i was trying to release a makeup palette for pride so it was like yeah this weird thing where i was like i'm gonna push it back i'm gonna push it back i'm gonna push it back and then on the 15th i was like as a black person i still need to make my money i need to get this out there yeah so it would be like a black me, I would be like at a Black Lives Matter rally, posting like "Don't forget to buy my makeup," and then being like right back to like what was happening in the moment and like posting the slides. But it did feel really strange, and like I had to like think about it and separate myself and just be like, I still need, I can't just give up everything of who I am to like make a point to people. Yeah, you could do both. You know, I think, you, and I did you can do, do both. both, and I sold yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, to the man.
0: Not, not no, you <laughs> sold out of your palette. Is what yes, you're I saying? Yes, I did sell out of my palette. <laughs> <Yes>, I understood <laughs> that. I understood that. <laughs> Wait, Meeple, I want to ask you about um sort of feeling trapped by your own creation because you know you created such a strong brand as like a messy, ugly drag queen. Do you feel trapped by that, or are you trying we- to become glamorous? I, you know
1: I tried to become glamorous and then it's just not sticking it's just not working when I try to wear a bodysuit and have body I'm like you know people want to laugh they don't want to see a perfect queen they want to see me fall
0: they want to see you dressed up like Miss Pac-Man just in a yeah, circle just, just a go big out there circle. do an Earth Day number smile. just be the globe just go just- give them the shape they oh, want shit. brown
1: no but I do think people are like they like it when I'm pretty but still messy like they like me to yeah. like look good now because uh, for so long y'all let me look so bad all my friends were lying to me I yeah, should be mad you, at them.
0: now you sell a makeup palette so you do need to at least look <laughs> I good I actually try Whoop. <laughs> okay let's take a quick break and when we come back we are gonna talk about Big Mom Oh yeah. oh baby I don't have to think about this Mm -hmm. like it is so nice the combinations are so good I am a meat eater but the vegetable options there are so many like I remember I had like a it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice and I was like the mushroom is filling like there's plenty of uh, portion there's plenty of vegetable and there's plenty of flavor and I am usually sort of not a microwave person Mm -hmm. very cool
1: meal's
0: try meals that feature premium ingredients like fillet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff.
1: 20% off your
0: next box. That's code Sloppy Seconds 50 at FactorMeals.com slash Sloppy Seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby.
1: And we're back. Before we get to Big Mouth. <laughs>
2: Wait, hold on! That you can't just be doing that. Oh my goodness! That note, come on! So have give you seen Wicked? Wicked. Yeah, give me ah!
1: that alphabet. Yes! so you've seen Wicked, <laughs> of course. So many people have not. What is your favorite part of Wicked?
2: What is my favorite? I mean, honestly, uh, there's a performance that Shoshana Bean does of Divine Gravity that's you know on the YouTube's mm-hmm. that I used to watch over and over. She's and my over. number one.
1: You know they're yes. making a movie.
2: They are. I know they they've been talking about that forever. I Wasn't like Christina Aguilera supposed to be in it back in the too old, day. Like, too, old, too, mean,
0: old, too old, too. old. Too old. Too But it's gonna to be that. like Olivia Rodrigo now. Oh, I hope oh.
2: not.
1: But I love her music, but I hope I not. love her music. I don't think but she's she, an actor. You, It's not
2: a musical theater voice, yeah.
1: though. Well, you Amanda Seafried and what's the other annoying one from the from the um Anna what Anna is that? Anna Anna Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted it. And I, you know what I gotta say, I'm gonna give Anna Kendrick the Anne Hathaway treatment. I just don't like her for no reason. Wait, 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 wait,
0: How do you know she wanted it?
1: Like, where do she you ha- had? There was like talks about her saying that she was interested in playing Alphaba, and Amanda Seyfried wanted to play oh. Linda.
2: But none of their voices are big enough. God,
1: I mean, no. God bless them, and but if like, there's one thing that we learned from In the Heights is if you cast musical theater actors in musical theater roles, it's wonderful.
2: They're going to eat it. Absolutely. Eat it up. I haven't watched it In the Heights I can't wait to watch. I'm so excited. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's like, it's the best. Everyone's talking so about exciting.
0: it. On, on the episode on. just before this, we had some critical thoughts about the film. Uh, oh. <laughs>
1: and, then and That episode like, is out today. So yeah. I'm really hoping that we don't get a lot of hate. <laughs> and I regret everything I said. I love it. 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, we were, both, we were
0: both like, I don't know. I Like, my takeaway was. This is my takeaway, and I'll reiterate it here, is that <laughs> I thought it should have been um, more of a movie and less of a musical. Like, I feel like oh, they could okay. have, like, stripped away a bunch of the musical numbers and just done, like, three big ones. Um, oh. Because I wanted the actors just to, like, act in it. Sure. Number two, um, uh, it felt too to, like, all ages. Yeah, like uh, I wanted like the, the the love song or the love stuff to be like more sexual and heated. I wanted it to like, got it, got it. you know, so it, it felt family yes, friendly. Yes, it was family yes. friendly, which to me I'm like, Ugh. Just, you, walking down the street in New York never feels family friendly. No. <laughs> <Like> even for <laughs> even when the children are there it still doesn't feel family yeah to me the children um, are the most adult i'm right we are. <laughs> they're giving yeah, they're the giving side eye they're, they're, there's like the Absolutely. you know like someone on their phone like jaywalking the little kids who are like yeah. holding onto their rope are giving side eye <laughs> to the adult
1: wait so but, you're um, from new york
0: yeah i'm from queens
1: oh so how long have you been in la for Five and a half
2: years. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah!
2: I love it. I'm not going back. I mean, I love New York. New York is everything, but New York is a is a different kind of grind. It's, yeah, I did it. Well, I did it for so a lot well, of years.
1: So you were trying to be an actor in New York and then came to L. A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
2: was trying to act out there, but you know, act. You know, as being of color, being queer, you're not really going to do a lot of theater. You need to be in the TV movie spaces, and so L. A. Just seemed to be the right. Move and it turned out. It
1: worked out. Correct. It worked out. Right? It worked out. What, what did, did you do the, any like, of those long ass open call lines yeah. where you sit there oh, all I did back day? Then. Are those? I a did scam? A one or
2: two. Huh?
1: Are those a scam? <laughs> scam.
2: I, I think they are. I think they're a scam. <laughs> I, I think they are. I've been in one or two of those. I mean, like sometimes whenever, like, I, I did the one for hairspray uh, when the the movie musical, and I think like one person. Got the job from that open call, but the rest of them were all famous. I think the guy who plays Seaweed, I think, actually did the open call. Oh, he was wow. so, for the movie, movie, right? For the movie, oh, for the he movie. Was so but good. everybody else was not. Movie. Yeah, he was great. Everyone else, I think, was famous. And so, you know who yeah, else? I'm always like, NFL? it's a scam.
0: Amanda Bynes.
2: Oh. oh, yes. And she yes, told she is. Drake to murder my vagina. She what? You remember when she told Drake to, Drake to murder my vagina? Wow! I thought I didn't hear it, and then I heard it perfectly. I repeated it back to you word perfect.
1: Debbie's Wait. like shaking her head.
2: We're taking that
0: out. Do you? So, what musicals? What musicals have you done as an actor?
2: Oh, I'm not. I I, I have no business being in anybody's musical. I, oh, I so you and both share that? You'll go
0: to the audition. Yeah, even you I was don't living watch. my
2: fantasy. Yeah, yeah, I I'm showed sorry. up. I think I got like a callback into the, but I I can't hit them seaweed notes. That was that was a, a fantasy of mine. It <laughs> <laughs> was all fiction. I did the callback, and they were like, "Oh, thank, thank you." <laughs> I think I had the look, and so that's why they brought me in for this callback. But they were like, "Thank, thank you. You can't hit these notes."
1: So, Do you, what is the biggest difference in like the hustle between New York and L.A. is? Like, how did you figure that out?
2: Um. Uh, I feel like New Yorkers come to LA and are successful because of that hustle. Like, L- and New York is such a grind. Like, you you not getting nothing if you ain't fucking showing up to those open calls or meeting whatever, whatever. So I feel like you bring that energy to LA. Uh, and LA, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are laid back here, so it doesn't feel like the same hustle. And in LA,
0: it's more like networky here.
2: Yeah, it's more like um- you gotta go to this thing and meet this.
0: The amount of yeah. people that I have seen who like I know just from being out and about or from Instagram, and their friends sold the show, and then all of a sudden, right. they have a bit part on the show, and you're like, "Girl, no, I, and, yeah. but, but I'm also, I see you." But it's also amazing because it's like all of these great people are getting these moments to sort of like pop up in in all these shows, and it's it it sort of goes to show you like. You you don't need to spend the uh, you know one hundred and twenty thousand dollars in debt on on a theater that casting degree class or whatever do, or, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no. whatever exactly
2: you just have to go well honestly that's the thing I felt different about L A is like you know New York you pay to go to those casting classes you don't really run into people L A you go down to WeHo you run into everybody and everybody's yeah. there and so every, and everyone wants to work with who they know right. so it's really just like. It's not about going to those quote-unquote mixers. It's just like going to K24 and having dinner and, like, you know, striking up a conversation. Exactly. It's, it's going to a house party. It's going to that thing. Uh, and then people start to remember you that way is it's what I feel Yeah, I LA feel the vibe. same thing.
1: Also, I feel like when I first came to L.A. and I was, like, going on auditions and stuff, a lot of my friends who were actors, we would get called for the same audition, but they'd be like, I don't know, I just don't feel like going today. And I'd be like, all right, <laughs> right good, more space for me. And I was like, "Absolutely." I feel like you run into that, like, laziness a lot more here there is a there
2: there is a different there's a laid back you're yeah. right there is a like uh you know i'll get it when i get it which i'm like i don't mind yeah the, more room for me it, well,
0: more exactly yeah, right, i want to see, 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 see the info i want to see the carousel <laughs> infographic on all the actors who stay home from the call means you're making space for me to get the part <laughs> <laughs> yes. i need a lot of
1: space all right so what was
0: your first job in la what was the first thing you booked
2: the first thing I booked, I actually didn't end up doing it, but I booked uh, – Logo was putting on some, Boom. I think, Aspen like comedy show or something. Okay. I think Mateo okay. Lane was yeah. one of the people there. And so I was supposed to do – this was like when I thought for five seconds that I might do stand-up. And so I booked <laughs> that. And they had like – Put out like a variety thing that like I was going to be there and whatever, but then I end up booking a a pilot. Uh, oh, so I couldn't. So I had to pull out of the Aspen thing and do the pilot. Poor me. But that pilot mm-hmm. didn't get picked up. Wow, well, <laughs> and I didn't get Aspen paid correctly <laughs> either. So. I have not been to Aspen. Well, see, you I need out. to go Should have stayed home. That see, day. I missed out. <laughs> I know I should have stayed at Aspen. <laughs> God,
0: what is that like you know, to shoot a pilot that doesn't go? Devastating.
2: Also, because <laughs> the pilot I shot was
0: <laughs> I not because, to breathe. You know, think about all that coin. Drag, Devastating.
2: Right. But the the pilot I also shot, like they, it was like a part of. NBC had done this. I, I can talk about this. NBC had did this thing where they were trying to like you know like a diversity thing or something where they were trying to bring up some new talent so they had chosen these pilots from like unknown writers and it, there Got were two it. of them Alex Newell was in one and I was in this other one uh, and neither one of them went so we weren't paid we, we we were paid less than you're supposed to get on a pilot because it was part of this like dual program diversity yeah. program yes and then if they picked it up then we would get paid right you know money. correctly but so it was it was devastating on all fronts because I didn't get paid what I should have been paid and it didn't get picked
1: up that is so Aww. crazy
0: Because, you know, like as independent creators, you're always sort of. In control of what happens to what you do. And so, even at the bare minimum, if you're like, oh, we were gonna get distribution or we were gonna get a sponsor, we were gonna whatever, but that all fell through, you can at least like put it on YouTube or put it on, you know, social media so that people can see an example of your work. But I always yes. find it so fascinating when people, because I have friends who get hired for like big corporate projects all the time that just never see the light of day. It's like, oh, we you shot never an see entire that. calendar. You know, we were all yeah. models on this thing, but then they scrapped it. Or, like, oh, yeah. we did a commercial, but it didn't test market well. So now they're just doing a fully animated commercial. I got paid, but no one ever gets to see You'll it. You'll never see it. Which, Which just reminds you of, like,
2: how much money there is in the world.
0: <laughs> <You're just>
2: like, <laughs> oh, there's so much money. Y'all make so many things and you just throw it away.
0: <laughs> God. And so the wild. people who have all that money, like, what are they doing with it? Going on a joyride to space? Yes
2: literally and that's literally. why when people can't meet your quotes and whatever you're like what are you talking about y'all got so much money like, stop it stop, <laughs> stop playing AG. these games
0: okay so <laughs> something that people can see that is out in the world is an amazing yes. show on netflix called big mouth and you are um you've been writing on the show i i was a little confused on the timeline because it got picked up for multiple seasons and you got brought in for all of those remaining seasons right or you so wrote on was, three as well
2: I've I've so I wrote on season 4 which just came out. I'm on season 5 and 6. Animation takes like a year and a half yeah. so that's why. And I think the show when we were on season 4, it got picked up through season 7 or 8 or something like that. Got so it. like three it was added three more seasons. Amazing. Whether or not I will work on those seasons is, you know, up in the air. Uh but I I did I've done three so far, which has oh, been wow. really really great and exciting and and, and pays the bills. What Thank is you. it like writing
1: for an animation show? Like it's
2: wild because, anim- I mean, my learning curve was in animation. You can do anything. And so your imagination just has to be different. You know, yeah. like it's like tapping into that childhood imagination where, like, you can whatever. I mean, like, you know, we do episodes where we're like inside of somebody's vagina, you know, like right. whatever <laughs> you can imagine, we can do. Very and so it was like, Oh, yes. Very
0: beautiful. Oh, <laughs> <moon> very- Keisha. <laughs>
2: Absolutely, very that. So uh, that was the learning curve, was, like, how do I tap into, like, you know, the imagination that I had when I was a kid to, like, really tell these stories. Um, but it's great. It's – everyone on that – I mean, you know, that show, everyone's so fucking funny. And it was right intimidating to join them, you know, four seasons in because they were already, you know, so successful and – I mean, every fucking comedy genius is on that show, so that was very scary. But literally, um, once I got over there,
0: you'll watch that show and like someone will pop up for a bit part and be like, "Uh, that's like, like that? the most famous, yeah. funniest person you've ever heard in your life," and you're doing ever. three lines on this show. Yes, <laughs> it's yes, so
2: crazy. This crazy. There's I I can't. There you know. I, there's some names that are upcoming in the next season that were. I was like, oh, you, oh, you got them. They're just gonna play a dick. <laughs> they work. Like they, they were. <laughs> you know? Do you think it's it's like, been... and it's like somebody going like, That's my friend? So like, you know, we just told him
1: he could do it. It's like right. oh, okay, work, work. It also seems like the He's type a of show song. that people are like excited to be oh, because yeah. they get to be like yeah. or something. And also, do you feel like it's been easier to get comedians and stuff on because the pandemic everyone's got a home set up now?
2: Or are they still going uh, yeah, into the studio? No, we weren't going to the studio for a while. Everything was at home, which was a little challenging at first. But I will say, we when we would have table reads, suddenly, like, everybody was at the table read because they were just looking for something to do. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. You, know, you
2: can't get everybody at the table read, usually, because everyone's schedules is wild. But we had, like, my episode was the first Zoom table read. And, like, literally, everybody and their mom was there. And it was a, a who's who. We were like, oh, shit. Everybody's available. Okay, come on. That's
0: incredible. Very that must have been so special to hear it you all. Can see right all their
1: houses.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes. Some of their houses are very nice. Are yeah.
1: Sure.
0: Some of them show up to award shows in sweatpants. <laughs> yes. That too. That so also, okay, so not to bring it back um to you being such a, a um a perfect example. <laughs> but uh <laughs> what no but Big Mouth also um last year made like headlines because um Jenny Slate for the for the first three seasons uh, or or mm-hmm. I guess a little bit of four, right? As well, she yeah. did the voice mm-hmm. for Missy, and Missy yeah. is a black girl, and Jenny Slate is a white woman, and so mm-hmm. um uh, they changed the voice actor. Now it's um Iowa Debory, who's like yeah. amazing and hilarious and incredible. What was her show on her Comedy Central sketch show? It was just called Iowa and Rachel oh the one she did with her friend yeah I, so I don't funny know the her, but oh, i used to watch on instagram so funny but any anyhow that was like this big that that also made like a lot of headlines that around that huge. same mm-hmm. time where the idea was like oh you know we're we're writing this wrong we're making the this proper decision like do you mm-hmm. feel like this show is working to do that? Cause obviously the first couple of seasons surround Nick and Andrew and Jesse, these like three young white kids and all of yeah. the other characters were these like peripheral characters. And as the show is growing, we're getting to meet more people, you know, we're getting yes. to meet young trans kids. We're getting, you know, we're just sort mm-hmm. of like exploring that whole vibe. Like, is there an active conversation about like representation or, you know, like, You know, yes,
2: actors in the room, yeah, 1000%. I mean, I mean, that's kind of why the show was so a good fit for me because when I walked in, like, that's what they were already doing. We're like, how do we represent these different POVs? You know, we have these characters, how can we talk about queerness? How can we talk about race? How can we talk about, you know, the spectrum and gender? Uh, and who are the characters that we need in order to be able to do that? And so they've always been like, how can we do more and more and more? And so they, you know, we diversify our writer's room so that those POVs exist. And there have been mistakes that have been made and and we talk about it. And I will say that when those happen, my bosses really, uh, they never get defensive. They are genuinely like, oh, fuck, we, we need to do better about this. And then we have conversations about how do we make it better. And I think that's important. And that, that's like the biggest lesson in all of this is like, People get defensive when you're like this, you did this wrong. And it's like, no, just like take the feedback and do better. No one's saying cancel you. We're just saying do better. Right, and like exactly. and do the work to do better. Like we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to fuck up about something. Uh and we can't throw each other away. Yeah. You know? Woo. Like let's let's teach each other, learn with each other and and then just do better.
0: That's it. When when in life does that like defensive pride thing happen? Like, is it pre-puberty? Like, is it like yeah. you're doing a puzzle at five years old and your sibling is like, no, this piece goes there. And it's like, you're stupid. I was right. Like, like I, I don't know. I feel like when I was younger, I my feelings would get hurt if I did something wrong. But I guess because I was in school, I was so used yes. to being taught things or adjusting how I was thinking about things. Because I even everything feel it as an right. adult uh, around non-important issues where mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I did that right. No, this goes here. Yes. <laughs> <it's> your like- <laughs> value is equated
2: to how you do things right, right? Testing. Like, you're right. In school, uh, like, yeah. it, everything is like, how many did you get right? How many did you get wrong? And your value is the grading system, right? It's right. is, is based off of how much you get Right. And can you defend yourself as opposed to we're never modeled to be like, oh, you can get better. You can grow. You should evolve. And like it's okay to be wrong sometimes. It's okay to make mistakes. And this is how you handle the mistakes. These are the conversations you have if you fuck up. You know what I'm saying? That's never modeled for us. Uh, And so, of course, as adults, we just continue that like kid tantrum of like we have to be right. We have to be right. It's like – it's okay to be wrong. Right. <laughs> like, If you're presented with new information, you might be wrong about some shit. And you get to go, oh, I'm wrong. And now I know something else. And now I get to change my perspective. Anything that isn't growing is dead, I think is the quote. <laughs> I forget who said <laughs> it. <but. laughs>
0: that but if, not, if it's not growing, it's dead. That's true. Period. And, and I think there's also like a tendency sometimes also for folks to like, Overcorrect in the way of like oh my god i'm mm-hmm. so sorry I, I i i you know what i'm gonna well, do i'm gonna take the like, rest of the day off <laughs> yes it yes. does it's like so performative part. and
2: yeah. it's like you know you got it now the person who's been wronged has to now take care of somebody else's yeah. feelings and it's like all you gotta do is say i'm sorry and then do better that's, <laughs> it's really that simple and people try to make it something else it's like you're like and that's what i kept saying you know in in the videos about like whiteness is like no one's calling you a racist like stop yeah chill like we're just saying that this is the issue and whiteness is a part of that and you play a part in that and so now that you know you can do something different you can do better right Uh, as opposed to like no he's saying i'm racist and i'm not my friend is black girl bye (laughs) i mean this sounds
1: just like the conversation that they're having about teaching critical race theory in schools and everyone's like no it's gonna teach our children that they are racist and that they uh hate themselves and they should hate and all this stuff and it's like no it's teaching you like teaching what happened in the past I just had this conversation with my dad because he was asking me like what I learned about slavery in school in Texas and I was like mm-hmm. dad our textbooks didn't talk about slavery our textbooks just At made all. it sound like they were like working there and like everything was <laughs> yes. whitewashed and every but, yes. like, when we learned about ancient Egyptians it was a white man wearing like Egyptian garb like there was no yeah. coloring of brown in the textbooks so it's just such no. a crazy thing that like that's what we were all brought up with and that no one's willing to just be like, all right, let's start over. Let's apologize and let's start over. Yes. Yes. Is this that's the kind of it. conversation apologize you have on over. your podcast called Do the Work? Is this the one? Uh, now it that's is. a transition. <laughs> what you Wait, call me? No. That was a transition. <laughs> that
2: was a transition. Thank you. Yes, that is See, the, I've been doing this for a is. little while. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that is exactly what we do. You know, it's like uh, bringing these conflict pairs together to talk about what the breakdown was and then giving them the tools to have uh, a meaningful and impactful conversation. And sometimes it doesn't work because some one person isn't, you know, about that life. But for the most part, it hopefully gives, you know, the person who's been wronged a little bit of healing, a little bit of like, OK, I know how to move forward, whether or not I'm going to move forward with this person. Is a whole other thing, but can I move forward?
0: And it's too—it's too, it's too real life or, people talking about a real yes. life like interpersonal yep. issue.
2: We've had like friends, we've had mother daughter, we've had married couples. Um, there have been pushback, definitely. You know, most of them end pretty well, but there's definitely been a couple where there's been pushback where like they just the other person like couldn't just couldn't see the other side, mm-hmm. um, and so we actually had one with um, two queer folks. Uh, and they were having an issue with uh, a, a gay cis man who was the head of, I think, of, of a pride something in Canada. And that person <laughs> didn't come on the show, so we really just did the work with the, our, our two queer folks. Which and, and is kind of like
0: often yeah, the like, people willing to do the work are the ones yeah. <laughs> <You know. laughs> who least need it. Well, me yeah. you want to talk about what you did
1: at Pride last year? Well, you know, you know, Pride LA had their little. All Black Lives Matter thing last year, right? Yes, yes, and yes. And yes. how it was like set up, and how Pride has like dissolved now because it was like set up terribly and horribly wrong.
2: Last year, yeah. I, you know, I have to say, I, I did not go. Oh. I, I had to take care of myself that day, and I, I stayed and My
1: husband went. Oh, okay. Um, but oh. I did not.
2: I didn't. I didn't well, hear about the, the when drama. it was
1: originally set up. I mean, we don't have to. We did a whole episode on it, but when it was originally set up. It was set up, and they were like, they called all the police to be there to like help. Oh yes, and, yes and there was no yes, black yes. leadership. So there was no black yes, leadership. Yes, I remember they that. Yes, it. they said that there was like Black Lives Matter was involved, and then they weren't because I and they were not. It, yes, like, yeah, and so it was just mm. like a huge mess, and I was just like, why would y'all even do this if not just to try to throw another pride? And so when I tried to contact or talk to anybody at, at the top of it. They would all just give me a runaround or not respond or not answer, and I was like, "I'm just trying to get like level with you on why this was a bad idea." Yes, and they not They didn't want to hear it. Pro- their their ego, right? Yeah. they
2: like their own pride. Like right. you can't take it. It's like they want to be right, and it's like you're being told that you're wrong, and now like their sense of self gets triggered, and it's like shut up. Like you're being given good information. Like yeah. That you I think up. was the Do biggest, better.
0: the biggest takeaway from like uh, a lot of things that were happening last year was like people read something online and then they were like, "Oh, uh, uh, we'll organize a, we'll we'll organize a march. We'll uh, let's call the cops so we can shut down the street." And it was like, "Wait, wait, wait! You're being incredibly wait. antithetical to the entire conversation. And why are you a organizing it? You need to shut a up and then go support." Like and then the, also
1: the worst. Do part you is think like people have not been members. organizing
0: for decades? Yeah. Folks that who who do this professionally, who are like super pros and know everything about yeah. like taking to the streets. Like Black Lives Matter has a massive LA chapter. Go support them. What did single yes. person
1: there? It was so insane. I'm gonna and start all my own
0: sit-in in West Hollywood. Do you remember that one? I'm Woo!
2: Like, w- oh. <laughs> It's like, why would you do that? Yeah, that is, there no, are people, yeah,
0: anyway. yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. well, listen, we are gonna take our break, and when we come back with our last segment, it's time for Fuck, Fuck Talk! Talk. Okay, we are back.
1: back? And it's time for our favorite segment, Fuck Talk, a moment where we get to discuss an uncomfortable, funny, insecure, strange, weird, graphic sex story that has happened to us in the past. It's a wonderful time. Dipper normally talks about sucking old men's penises if you're uncomfortable talking about your personal sexual history, which I don't think you are. But if you are, we have phone calls from our uh, listeners, and they often have wild stories.
0: Gorgeous. Um what What's a, what kind of people do you like to do sex to, typically? Yeah. Who do you have sex to? All different Zach. types. Chabot? Yeah.
2: <laughs> All different types. You know, sometimes they're twinkies, sometimes they're daddy, sometimes they're older, sometimes, you know, we're the same age, you know. I usually anything younger than twenty-eight kinda increasing. Of oh, like, no. are you gonna be good at it? not their brains are not fully
1: developed. Yeah,
2: like people
1: I thought
0: you <laughs> liked the skew a little younger. Twenty eight. Not younger than
1: not younger than twenty-eight.
0: I although recently... I did, although
1: earlier today I was like looking at someone on uh, Twitter and I was like, "Oh, he's cute. Oh, he's hot." And then I saw a 1999 tattoo on him,
0: and I was like, <laughs> "You're like goodbye, block,
1: bah. block, no, no, block. no, a <laughs> <laughs> <delete. laughs> uh, block. Uh,
0: block." Maybe yeah, they yeah, just yeah. like that Charlie XCX song. Yeah, I'm open. <laughs> 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 I have recently my eyes or what do you say? My I've perked up a little bit in in looking at some like. 23, 24 year olds, which is whoa, shocking, that's and very wow. new, and because it used like, to be only twenty-three and twenty-four years older, older than me. me. Yeah, and also in the in the in the twink realm too. I couldn't believe it. Wow. What do you call it? But well, what do you call like a twink with a fat ass and a round face? It's like the really, uh, sk- oh. the, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> an the really. round face? Are they twunks? Is, is that, that a twunk? No, because a twunk I think an is an otter? age an age thing. It's like. No. Oh. I thought it's a like twunk
1: a, was a mix between a hunk and a twink. So there was like a
2: muscular I thought they were like, twink. yeah, they were like skinny, but like musculary. They have like a, I thought that was a twunk. Oh, I, I
0: thought a, a twunk was a twink who was. So is now Twink. I thought it was best. That's just an old Twink. Yeah, that's an old Twink.
2: Yeah, That's just an old Twink. twink.
0: No, For me, I'm like, I can get into the Twinkiness if it looks like in five years their metabolism is going to catch up with them. Like that kind of skinny where you know it's not for life. No, I don't like the sound of that. (laughs) That's why I said round face. You know what I mean? Uh, (laughs) Anyway. So I recently <laughs> now that now that the world is like, you know, more open, I've been leaving my neighborhood and leaving my apartment. And I have been recently having um like sort of that's so raven-y like flashes <gasps> yes. when oh, yes. I see landmarks or like buildings or like like I had to I had to go drop something off in West Hollywood and I like drove past an intersection. And I was like, oh I sucked a guy's dick in that building. Like remembering these uh, like yes, flashes yes, yes, of yes, like yes. tricks of tricks gone by, tricks of days of yore yeah or tricks whatever. Fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And man, it is like I have really walked into a lot of people's homes that I had never met before. <laughs> In order to perform sex acts with them. Wow! It still makes me nervous. Like when it does. people like
2: invite, I'm like, I, I, yeah. Like they like, I, I think I've I've had a handful of grinder hookups where I've like been like, yes, I'm gonna come to your house without having met you or and and hope for the best. I admit, I still can't. I want to. I want to be that girl so bad, and I just like. I watch too many crime shows. Like I, I'm, you know, exactly. fucking SV it's state, You know, around every forensic. Quarter. Like, yeah, it's very murdery. <laughs>
1: what are the? What oh, are the... that just reminded me of when one time I was in WeHo and this guy had set up a threesome. So it was uh-huh. like me and someone else were going over to his house, and me and the other person arrived at the same time. And I knew who it was because I had seen like they had sent the pictures, and we had all given the a hey, okay yeah. thumbs up. You know, we're all in on this together. But we got in the elevator, and we were just silent, like we just didn't talk to each other. And I was oh, like, I know creepy. I'm about to have sex with you, but he like wouldn't talk. And I was like, Hey, and he just was like, mm. and I was like, oh, This is very weird. Am I, I not like what that. you thought? And then we got to the apartment. You're like, and the Am guy, I not what you thought? <laughs> and then um he got we got into his apartment and the guy didn't talk the two of them oh. i guess i'd hooked up before but like they oh, weren't speaking no. to each other and i was like, like this seems Mm-mm. like i'm about to die and then he like Mm-mm. quickly shuffled us into his bedroom Closed the door. We performed a threesome that was like, no. Not great. Not great. We did the spread yeah, eagle. Like, when you it say was...
2: performed, it's not great. <laughs> no,
1: exactly. I felt like I was, uh, they were both dead silent, and I was doing my best to be like, yes. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. You're like, like I need oh. to add some sounds. Like, No yeah. And then when it was over, very everyone just, yes, very. <laughs> very we're just going to mark through it. Just we're just going to hit through. the yes, mark. Yes, and this. we did. <laughs> And then when we left, me and the guy just like walked out together, left. And I was like, all right, see you later. Nothing.
2: Wow. Isn't that insane?
1: Like, not even knowing act.
2: No, I don't like that. What's the point? That's terrible. I thought
1: I was gonna make friends.
2: Yes. Queer friends. You fuck
1: sometimes. I love that. Then I I unfollowed him on Instagram. So I'm good for you. I don't I deserve better (laughs) than that.
2: You do. You deserve somebody to be like, yes, bitch. That's a deeper, yeah, you know, like something, that day. Something. <laughs> Yeah, that you're day. doing
0: great work. You get it. Look that head. Are you into dirty talk? Me?
2: Yeah. Yes, talk dirty to me. Absolutely, 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 absolutely. Okay. Choke me. Talk dirty to me. Uh, hit me. Yeah, all of that. Do you it.
0: speak back?
2: Yeah, of course. I, okay I'm, I'm here for a conversation i like jokes like tell me a joke while you're doing like i like i i want an experience i'm not here for like the quiet hit it and quit it's like the what's the point thing?
1: it's like do you feel shame about this
2: and that i so know you just, yeah during
1: the act or just like already thinking about how bad you're gonna feel when it's done yeah it makes me I feel that. worse in turn worse <laughs> I
2: also like communication. Like, tell me what you like. So, yes. like, like, if we don't know each other, like, tell me what, if your nipples aren't sensitive, then why am I sucking your nipples? Tell me where, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, just say, like, I'm not uh, into like,
1: that. Maybe move yes. it on Yes. Come to the net. Come here.
2: Kiss me on my stomach. Just tell me what you want. Right. I just, yeah. I, Are you I like you kissing I like strangers to off
1: the app, or is it a no mouth situation?
2: Oh, yeah. I'm kissing you off the app. Yeah, kiss- right. Like, if we can't kiss, like, what's the point? Right. Too. Like, but what well, about a lot by- of people oh.
1: specify no kissing. Or like I, my husband doesn't that, allow me to make shame? out with other people.
2: Oh no, no, my husband's allowed to make out with other people. Yeah, that huh? rule is like, oh, a little too.
0: <sighs> but, like no, he's in the house. Like we we can be open, but know this one specific thing. That's sort of challenging. yeah, I don't like it. That. that is challenging. I um, okay. I recently had a a a, a situation that involves all. Did you of meet these up things. on sniffies. <laughs> what sniffies? I, I ha- you don't know about sniffies
2: no she's married she don't know about everything oh Sniffy's is the
0: cruising app it's like it's not an app it's a website you go to sniffies.com stop and it's a map it's an updated map so uh, like grinder will tell you like oh you're this many feet from someone sniffy shows you you where they are it and shows you where they are. The majority oh. of the photos are all like, like dicks dick, and hole butts or abs. Not a lot oh, of faces. Wow, wow. And, and it's it literally is, like wow. they'll cruising. post
1: on this thing. It's for cruising, and it'll literally just be like, "I'm trying to get my back blown out. Send me a picture. Come over." Or like face down, ass up. No pictures required. Like wow, wow. it is
0: like super Love. sex positive, super cruisy, super like it's meant for casual interactions. It is so wild. It is very cool. And they
1: sponsor the pod.
0: Anything sex positive.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Snippies. Sniffies. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? Oh, you can find
2: me on Instagram at Brandon Kyle Goodman uh, or my website, at BrandonKyleGoodman.com. That's where everything is.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod, or you can send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com, or you can call with your own fuck talk story to 213536. <laughs> Nine one eight zero, or you can follow us on Instagram at Big Dipper Jelly and Spicy Meatball or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and
0: Friday. One last thing before you go, Slops, uh, we have secured a dock. A very nice doctor who will be joining us next week on the pod, and we want to get down to the nitty-gritty of your sexual health questions. We're talking about uh, self-lubricating buttholes. We're talking about that cheese on your foreskin. We're talking about any and all questions that you have that our medical professional who actually knows what they're talking about and isn't fake news will be answering. So... Email us at sloppy seconds pod at gmail.com DM meatball directly on Instagram. She loves that. She'll organize all of your questions or call in and ask a medical professional your sexual health question. Two, two, one, three, five, three, six, nine, one, eight, zero. And uh, we'll do that next Friday. So get those calls in ASAP because we recorded a few days early.
1: Okay, yes. bye! 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 bye. doodle do doo Forever Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by
0: William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey.
1: Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.